from Romans chapter 1, 14 through 22. Romans chapter 1, 14 through 22. When you have it, say amen. I am debtor both to the Greek and to the barbarians, both to the wise and to the unwise. So as much as in me is, I am ready to preach the gospel to you that are at Rome also. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. Because that which may be known of God is manifest in them, for God hath showed it unto them. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen and being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, Neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. You may be seated. I want you to think about this as I was listening to some things that Sister Rosalind was saying. And, and it, it's, it's so good. I mean, when you get in the midst of somebody and they're talking your language, Amen. you just get excited. Sometimes I don't feel like it, but because of, of the surroundings, because of things that I said, I can't wait. But what I want you to think about, and this is not the subject yet, God wrote it, Jesus did it, and by the Holy Ghost we can do it. Amen. That's bottom line. He wrote it, Jesus came and done it, left us with his spirit that we can do it. But what we want to talk about for a moment this morning is Christian conduct. Christian conduct. We are living in a day and time where people say they believe God but will not acknowledge the name of Jesus. Religiously, they call him the good man upstairs. Mm. 
which tells me they don't know who is upstairs. They believe in the power of the devil, but don't know the power of God. What you see with global warming today, and when you hear strange things happening, is not by chance or accident. Last week, uh, a desert had rain in such an abundance that you could put a kayak on it. It was at least a foot deep. Wasn't going to last long, but the fact is, all that rain on a desert that you could swim, you could drown in. In the meantime, the Mead River by the Hoover Dam is drying up. Last week for February, we had 70-degree temperatures with sunshine all day, thunderstorms, and a tornado that night. Then it snowed with heavy winds the next day. That's unheard of. Amen. Also, I found last week, it was warmer here in Michigan than Florida. Yeah. Today, wildfires are spreading in Texas. When in California, they're threatened with blizzards. So much snow that they had to close the resorts of having too much snow. Ski resorts are closing them now. Usually they close them because there is no snow. In the political arena, no surprise what you hear, preachers are proclaiming to be politicians. While politicians are in the pulpit as if they are preachers. Instead of hearing about Jesus' resurrection, the headlines is about man's insurrection. This is not a time to put your head in the sand. Nor the time to say, my Lord delayeth his coming, Amen. as many do. Amen. This is a time where we need to watch and pray. A time to take the more earnest heed to what we hear. A time to pull our children, our brothers, and our sisters out of the fire. Because our salvation is nearer than ever before. Paul said this in verse 14 as we, we look. I am a debtor to the Greek and barbarian, to the wise and unwise. A debtor means you have an obligation, a responsibility. Because of what Paul was given, it was his responsibility to share and give it to others. So today, no matter who you are, saved or unsaved, religious or non-religious, no matter your race, your philosophy or opinion, whether you are an elder or youth, male or female, whether you acknowledge your gender or you don't, we as preachers, pastors, and ministers are mandated 
we're obligated not only to tell you the truth, but to live the truth in your presence. Amen. This world is upside down right now. Amen. People are calling good evil and evil good. Paul says in verse 15, so as much as in me is, I am ready to preach the gospel to you that are in Rome also. Two important statements here. For as much as is in me, and I am ready to preach. How much is in you today? Sila. How ready are you? Sila too. You don't have to be a minister to declare the word. Amen. Amen. What controls your light? Can you see someone cutting off your light? Because they call you a name. You know how they do. And you know what we used to say. Used to say. Sticks and stones may break my bones. But names shall never hurt me. But they're cutting off lights today. Can someone cut your light off by a switch? We should have a switch in Christ. In spite of what someone says. In spite of what someone does. Your light should stay on. When it says, let your light so shine, that does not mean only when things are great. For example, when a child is happy and they ask for something, you know how you, how you uh, skip and hop? Or you just as happy as a lark. If you tell them no, their light goes out. They get to pouting, sad, go in the corner. If a teenager asks to borrow the car and you say no, they light go out. They go to Texan, go in their room. Most, most teenagers now got more in their bedroom than you got in the living room. Amen. When we ask God for something, let's just get that down to it. Amen. If God says no, does your light go out? Do you stop serving him? Do you search for another God that will tell you yes? There's always somebody out there that's going to say yes to whatever it is you want. How many know God does not always say yes. Amen. Anybody find that out yet? Yeah. If he says no, our light should not go out. And we should not pout and turn our back on him. Amen. We should not go into another room and pay no attention to what God is saying to us. Mm. Remember, we are the light of the world even in the times of no. Our light cannot be hid under a bushel. No matter what the circumstances or conditions, our light should have not a switch that cuts us on and off. Amen. 
We have a direct connection. This light. It don't have that connection. See, I can I can do anything I want with it. The world should not be able to do anything they want with you Amen. and your light. If they give you some good news, your light's shining. If they get you, give you some bad news, your light still should be shining. Giving thanks. Giving thanks. Amen. We have switched from the character of a natural man to having the character of a spiritual man. Paul said in verse 16, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes. Do you believe today? To the Jew first and also to the Greek. You can tell when a person is comfortable talking by listening to what comes out of their mouth. And how they are talking. For example, some sports lovers can tell you who is on what team, what colors they are, how many points or home runs they average, how many times they have been traded, who they're married to, and where they live. They can give you all kinds of details about that person. But when it comes to the gospel or talking about Jesus, they either get quiet or they leave. They're not stirred up anymore. They're not comfortable in what you're saying because they have no idea. Listen to this next verse. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. The righteousness whereby we are justified in the sight of God is discovered to us in the gospel. It is only by faith in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. A justified man lives a more holy, useful, and excellent life than other men. His life is from God, and his life is with God. And he lives the life of God himself, and whatever life is a justified man lives, he lives that life by virtue of his faith. Amen. The just shall live by faith. In Philippians it says, not having mine own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith. Remember Jesus preached, accept your righteousness it shall exceed the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, you shall in no case enter into the kingdom of heaven. So, unless what you believe and unless what you believe and do goes beyond what you see the angelic choir, not angelic choir, but angelic Christians do, Unless what you believe and do exceeds what the denominational world does, unless your light is lit and it is his light, the kingdom in you has been darkened. The righteousness of God must exceed man's traditions. Because of the world and the things in the world, 
God's word has been filtered and watered down by the rudiments, traditions, mm. philosophies of the people. You see, in actors and newscasters, TV hosts, think they have become experts in God's knowledge. They tell you what God said, but they have never sat under one who knows the truth. And they don't know who Jesus is themselves. Last I heard, faith cometh by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. You see, the wisdom of God is spoken in a mystery, hidden from those that are not his. And if they knew who he was, they wouldn't have crucified him in the first place. How should they hear without a preacher? God is still using his ministers today. How shall they preach lest they be sent? Verse 18 said, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. All those that started out good, they were preaching good, many have now been sidetracked. Sidetracked because of money. Sidetracked because of political gain. Sidetracked because of popularity. Sidetracked because of numbers. They begin to hold the truth in unrighteousness. For these reasons, the wrath of God is coming against all that are guilty. 19 says, because that which may be known of God is manifest or made known in them, for God has showed it unto them. God shows them his truth, and they walked away from it. Holding the truth is not just for, the, for them that speak it, but it is also for those that hear it and don't do it. Let's look at Ezekiel chapter 33. Ezekiel chapter 33. course we all want to come to church to hear what we want to hear from God but sometimes we come and God wants to tell you something that you don't want to hear <laughs> Amen. something that is good for you you know I, I know it, we wouldn't get strong if 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 everything we ate was just candy and popcorn drink Coca-Cola and some other things. But somewhere you're going to need some uh, broccoli. Oh, I, I know some young folks, are not, not just young folks, there's some folks out there not saying, Pastor, I don't, I don't know about no broccoli now. But vegetables are good for you. The greeneries. Huh? Took me a long time to learn these some of these things. But they're good for you. But look at Ezekiel chapter 33, starting at verse 1. Again, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, speak to the children of thy people, and say unto them, When I bring the sword upon the land, if the people of the land take a man of their coast, and set him for their watchmen. 
See, a watchman, another name for a watchman is a preacher, shepherd, overseer, elder, pastor, teachers and those knowledgeable of the truth. But verse 3 says, And when he seeth the sword come upon the land, he blow the trumpet and warn the people. Then whosoever heareth the sound of the trumpet and taketh not warning, if the sword come and take him away, his blood shall be upon his own head. Amen. If the man of God preaches and warns you of what is coming and you ignore it, that's on you. Yeah. Here's an example, just in case it ain't soaking in. If you walk into the street and a car is coming, and I holler and say, look out! You pay no attention. You hit. Mm. Amen. It ain't no telling whether you're going to survive that hit. Some folks is not listening to God. Yeah. And they getting hit. Some don't survive. Verse 5 says, he heard the sound of the trumpet and took not warning. His blood shall be upon him, but he that taketh warning shall deliver his soul. That, that's real, real plain. He said, if, if I holler, look out. The person that don't pay no attention gets hit. But the person that took heed and backed up saw the one that got hit. If you listen and do as spoken, salvation has come unto you. If you don't listen, you must pay, you will pay the consequences. But listen to this next verse. But if the watchmen see the sword come and blow not the trumpet, and the people be not warned, because he didn't blow the trumpet, if the sword come and take any person from among them, he is taken away in his iniquity, but his blood will I require at the watchman's hand. Are you seeing this? If I don't warn you when given the truth, if I don't tell you what is coming, if I don't preach what the word says, it will be required at my hand at judgment. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. You, I'm going to tell. Verse 7 says, So thou, O son of man, I hear you, Lord, I have set thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore thou shalt hear the word at my mouth, and warn them from me. Take heed. This is not time to put your head in the sand. These are the last days. And you see the signs coming. They are here. The Lord good saying. Verse 8 says, When I say unto the wicked, O wicked man, Thou shalt surely die, 
if thou dost not speak to warn the wicked from his way, that wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood will I require at thine hand. I'm not just here to tell you about what is good, but also to warn you about what is not good. Amen. I am mandated to warn the wicked as well as the righteous. Nevertheless, in verse 9, if thou warn the wicked of his way to turn from it, if he do not turn from his way, he shall die in his iniquity, but thou hast delivered thy soul. Amen. Amen. I, I'm just going to do what, what God told me to do. Amen. If, you, if you don't want to hear it, you go ahead. But I was free. Yeah. If one does not listen and repent, my hands are clean. But again, the wicked will pay the consequences of their sin. Again, let me give you this example if you don't see, hear what I'm saying. If a tornado is coming, it does not care who you are. It, it does not matter what kind of house you live in, small or big. Brick or wood. If you are in the path, that tornado going to take you out. Y'all hear me? Amen. No matter how rooted you are, when Jesus comes back, it does not matter how popular you are. It does not matter what you have or it does not matter if you have not received Christ or received Christ. When it time comes, if Jesus don't know who you are, even though you say you know him, if he don't know you, you hit. You see, it's appointed once under man to die. After that, judgment. Everybody has an appointment. Amen. Everybody is going to cease to exist here. Yeah. Either you're going to be caught up because he done cracked these to skies, or he's going to call you because it's your time to go. Mm. But either way, you leave it here. Yeah. Amen. So if you do not know him, if you have not received salvation, if he does not know you, Depart from me, ye workers of iniquity. I've said many, many times, I want to hear my Lord and Savior say, well done, yes, Lord. thy yes, good and faithful servant. I don't want to be well done. I don't even like my steaks well done. Y'all hear what I'm saying? One more point. Matthew 7, just in case you ain't catching it. Starting at verse 22. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name have cast out devils, 
and thy name done many wonderful works? And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Let me, let me. It is not what you are doing in the building that counts. It's what you are doing in the temple. Your body is a temple. You see, many folks come in the building and they be asked, y'all pray for everybody. And they praying. And they praying. But don't believe nothing they praying. And when the time comes that they go stand before God and say, well, Lord, didn't I pray for Pastor Ben? You prayed in the building. It didn't come from your temple. You didn't pray righteously. You prayed religiously. Half the time you prayed because you was asked by somebody else, and your prayer didn't come from the heart. You prayed as a wicked man. And not as a righteous man. Do you know not your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost? Yeah, yeah. 24 says, therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken unto him a wise man which built his house upon a rock. Yeah. And the rain descended and the floods came. And the winds blew and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. And every one that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not shall be likened unto a foolish man, which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat upon that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. Are you seeing what is happening to the homes in California today? The foundation is crumbling. The homes are condemned. No matter what you do to the house, you cannot save it from the falling foundation, falling and failing foundation. I mean, they show pictures where they just, just hang it on the edge because the earth has given away. No matter what is done for those who have built their spiritual house on sand, it will not stand the test of time. It will not hold up under pressure. It is on Christ the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. Let's conclude with Romans 1, verse 20 through 22. It says, for the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. The wise and wonderful frame of the world cannot be ascribed to any other cause but God. The strokes, his hands are engraved in all parts of the universe. 
The invisible things made are plainly seen by those he has made. And what he has, what has been preached and declared, now all are without excuse. 21 says, because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God. Neither were thankful, but because became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. When they knew him, they did not honor him, but rejected him. If you continue to read on in this chapter, you will find just as God gave them over to themselves, history repeats itself today. Amen. God gave Samuel to the people, but they wanted a king. Pilate wanted to give them Jesus, and they wanted Barabbas. Romans says they changed the truth of God into a lie and worship and serve the creature more than the creator. Today, that is exactly what is happening. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. With this, my time is up, and I thank you for yours.